Hi, it's Chao Wen. I wanted to let you know that now we have a dedicated website for the podcast. It's straightforward, just theconductorspodcast.com. Check it out because now you can search among all the episodes or find topics based on the tags or groupings. And there are a lot of great extra resources that I put out there. Take a look and enjoy today's episode. Hi there, welcome back to this week's The Conductor's Podcast. This is your host, Chao Ting. Hi, this is Lily again. Welcome back. Today you will learn about me. I do not like eating a still. I like eating popsicles still. I like reading, watching TV, playing, and also I like annoying my sister. Bye. Today we have a special guest. Bye, my name is Lisa and my sister is very annoying and I like mango ice cream. Hi. Hello, hello. So this is what you get when you have both kids sick at home with stomach flu. Anyways, welcome back and thank you so much for being here with me. Our topic today is audition. Last two weeks, we listened to the conversation between myself and my good good friend Kevin Fitzgerald, and he kindly shared with us his experiences with auditions. So I wanted to talk about audition a little bit because that had been something that really troubles me. I always felt that audition was like a show. It's very fake because when you're auditioning, you're trying to be you're trying to show the best you are, but the your best is not always only depending on you, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, sometimes a great rehearsal is the chemistry and the achievement that you uh, you arrive with your ensemble. So there, there's actually another partner that is extremely important in having a great rehearsal. So even if we work so hard, we do everything, you know, we crack jokes, we talk about things, we show the styles, we show, um, we do have our best conducting techniques, it can still be a crappy rehearsal because the musicians are not responding. So I was, I was always really confused of how I am approaching an audition because I'm not really having a concert. So if I take so much time to change the style, to to change the way they approach the music because they might have learned it from a previous conductor. They might have just played a concert with the same repertoire. What was the point? I always thought I was doing, you know, useless works until I had the conversation with my friend Tiani Lu. This was the episode number 34 in the first season titled Psychology, Wellbeing and Mindfulness on the Podium. So she talked about just sharing your ideas with the musician and take them through the rehearsal period. That really changed my mindset. So Kevin talked about um, auditioning for professional ensembles. A lot of the time, if you are auditioning for an assistant conductor type of um, position, you are only given 15 minutes. 
top. Usually, ten to ten minutes is a little short. Usually, ten fifteen minutes, um, fifteen to twenty actually, and you will be asked to do a couple pieces. Usually, two to three of various different contrasting styles. And as Kevin said, with professional ensembles, they really want to know your ability of one. Taking them through and showing as much as they can, and two, contribute to some bigger things than, um, you know, rhythm or notes that we often spend time correcting when we have a student ensemble. So they are good musicians. After a rehearsal or two, usually we, when you have several rehearsals, you will know after the first round they get it, and the second time is so much better. So you really don't want to spend time on those little things, but you want to contribute to the bigger pictures. Kevin talked about something that was really great to address in such kind of situation that is balance, because really, the conductor is the best person to comment on this because they can really hear how much, um, how how loud they are sounding compared to the other line or compared to their sections and all that. So you can always comment on the balance of different sections. The other thing that I would like to do, like to say, is tempo because. One few thing, one of one of the few things that a conductor can contribute is tempo. Um, that of course comes from experience. A lot of the time, when you work with especially a more Eastern European orchestra, um, they tend to be behind the beat, so the sound is not happening with you, and that takes a while to adjust. Um, but the give and take. The influence of tempo and timing is something that you can adjust and you can actually work on. Of course, other stylistic consideration that is also something you can、uh, um you can you can recommend. We lightly talked about this, but often if you are auditioning for a music directorship. No matter it's with a community group, you know, a community band, a church choir, or a professional orchestra, or an educational position like a college band director position, a college choral or orchestra director, or、um, youth orchestra conductor, you will be given at least one rehearsal. To show how you really work with those musicians, sometimes they even give you a full concert cycle. And depending on their schedule, if they are a community group that weeks that that meet weekly, you might be coming, you know, every Monday for six weeks or eight weeks, depending on how their schedule is set, to prepare for a concert. Or you might come in for a week. And they start rehearsal from Tuesday to Thursday, and you give a concert on Friday. So you have a concert cycle to really build some relationship with the musicians. However, more commonly, you will be given one full rehearsal, that can be an hour, two hours, or sometimes even three hours. That's、uh, that's less common, but sometimes that happens. I think the longest I've was given was、um, two and a half hours. They gave the orchestra member and like. An early dismissal, so they get a shorter day, but they had to, they were asked to fill up a questionnaire,、um, just kind kind of to rate the conductor of the day. That is a little more common. So, someone asked me, how do I know how 
much should I talk? <laughs> that is a big thing because you know we conductors we love to talk, and I would say at li- as little as possible, unless it's absolutely necessarily related to the point that you're making. So, my general rule is when you are giving one rehearsal, of course it's odd because you are rehearsing. A, sh- a bunch of strangers, and you don't have a concert to prepare, so you can't rely on okay, this will be better this next rehearsal. No, you have to actually make changes. Something has to get better, or something has to be changed at the end of the rehearsal compared to where you started. So those are the things to consider, and you want to demonstrate a good representation of how you typically rehearse, right? So if you typically are really clean and you are fast pacing, go ahead and do it. If you tend to um, spend a little more time, um, say strings because that's your specialty, do so. But you want to think about the objectives, the goals of your、um, rehearsal. Several tips that I'm going to share with you when you are given one full rehearsal or even a concert cycle. There, first, only verbally ask for things that you are not already shown in your conducting. What does that mean? So, if you're conducting with huge emotions, you know, like you're waving your arms above your head, your right hand is on the left side of your body, and then you say, "We are too loud. Let's play quieter, quieter." Even if you are whispering to your ensemble, you are not asking them to do what you are conducting. That is a no, no. Or if you be give a really big gesture and say, "Oh, that is not soft enough." No, you know they are not always. You know musicians are mostly reading their music and listening to their peers. Only very little attention had been given to the conductor, so they pretty much do it by instinct.、Um, So you want to make sure that your physicality, what you're physically showing with your conducting, really matches what you're asking. So that comes back to your conducting techniques and your score preparation, of course. I usually recommend refraining from talking too much about historical backgrounds, stories, unless it's necessary and absolutely related to your point. I say not talking too much because, of course, we are going to talk,、um, but you don't want to spend twenty minutes of your <laughs> an hour rehearsal talking about. Oh no, you know why this Mo- symphony was written? Mozart was on the way to Czech Republic, and he was very sick. He was、um, he spent so so and so days in the horse carriage, and this happened. Well, unless you are making a point with that, right? Um, so you, of course, you can talk about historical background.、Um, for example, if you were talking, a, if you were rehearsing、um, Brahms one, I would, I might say, hey, this is the first time that you have a symphony that you're satisfied with, and you wanted the beginning to be grandiose. You wanted to be big, huge, and serious. So that get this atmosphere and use a lot of bow, a lot of sound. And have really rounded but very full sound, and do not cut the note short. See, I am actually giving comments and demanding on the stylistic、um, requirement of playing that particular music. 
I'm not just telling a story, and that is actually easier for the members to remember this historical point. Or if I were rehearsing Lily Boulanger, I would I might say, you know, this piece was written in nineteen, um, you know, the set of the morning and the evenings. They were composed in nineteen seventeen. That's during the wars, and she was suffering from serious illness. So think about the historical background. You know, during Second World War, um, your family has been destroyed, and your health is deteriorating, and you are dying. So all this sound of palm, 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 that is th- those are sighs. You know, those are ah, ah. So it has those short breathness, breathlessness, and we want to make diminuendo for every single one of them. Make sure the bow speed is faster, but lighter toward the end. And with the wings, just make sure that you don't cut them short, but you make a good diminuendo. Again, I am demonstrating um, the sounds that I'm asking for while. Making a connection with the historical background that I'm introducing to the musician, so only talk about stories or you know backgrounds and histories, unless it's absolutely necessary and really related to the point that you're making musically. The third recommendation that I usually do is to have a structure of the rehearsal and share it with the musicians. We understand that plans change, but everybody loves to know that you have a plan. It's sometimes hard to feel. So I would come up and say, "Hi,、uh, my name is Chao Wenting, and I'm really glad to be here, spending time with you for the next hour." We are going to start with Tchaikovsky, and we'll go to、um, Boulanger and touch a few spots. And I would like to wrap up with the, like the third piece, you know, maybe Anna Klein or、um, I don't know someone else. If I have three pieces, this actually set a great impression that we know what to expect. Even if you run out of time and you spend too much time on the first piece, and you say, "Okay, change of plan. I thought we could get through this much, but we have to cut it short," it still gives you, your musicians. A good feeling, and you know you are engaging them and inviting them as part of this planning committee, and no one would reject being included into plant making, right? The last thing I would say、um, is something that I am still working on is when it's not good, ask again. Don't leave things when they're still bad. I know this is something that I I still. I'm not very good at because okay, I'll share with you. There was once recently, a couple months ago, I was a finalist with an ensemble that is like a brilliant ensemble. However,、um, I got stuck in the first piece in a very small part because I started a section that was a little too fast to the. Um, a little faster than the tempo that I really wanted, and then when I was trying to correct it, the musicians were not adjusting. So I was trying to show the tempo changes and wanted to take time here and there with my gesture, which usually worked, but those musicians didn't really understand what I was asking with my gesture. 
And that is a wind solo spot. So there was only the oboe, the principal oboe, and the principal flute working、um, in that part for a good thirty-two measures or so. So I was struggling a little bit with that. I knew that section was still not good. It was not、um, how I wanted to be. This is not how this should be played. And but I didn't want to spend time just working with these two people while. Most of the people are waiting. I think I'm sometimes a little too concerned about time or too concerned about other people, when I should probably just focus on making this music great. So I decided to just let go. I said, "Okay, let's forget it. This is not、um, exactly yet, but I wanted to save time for the other piece. I think that would have worked if I had a concert cycle because on the second day we would come back with a fresher mind, and I would have gone through both pieces in my first rehearsal. So that could have been fine、um, if had more time with them. But actually, I only have a really short time. I forgot it was like twelve minutes, maybe twelve to fifteen minutes, and I was getting nervous. I felt pressure of time because I was having only five minutes left, and I haven't got to the next piece. I, I, well, I thought about this a lot, and I regretted it. I think I should, I shouldn't have let go, because that set an impression that both I can't fix things. And two, I'm letting go when things are still not good. So that kind of shows that I'm not someone holding to my standard, even though that's not who I am. But I was so concerned about okay, I wanted to get to the next piece.、Um, so that's something that I wanted to share with you. If it's not good, ask. If it's still not good, ask again. Don't leave things when they are still bad. So just to summarize what we talked about today. Um, I believe that you wanted to share your musical ideas with the ensemble in your rehearsal. No matter it's a professional ensemble that just wants you to show your ability of conducting, you know, high caliber musicians and the ability of taking through、uh, the music and set styles and set the you know the minimal requirement, or if you were auditioning for a music directorship. Um, of some kind that you are given one full rehearsal or several full rehearsals. Be very strategic. Think about what are some musical goals that you want to achieve in this time being, and just demonstrate a good representation of how you typically rehearse. Don't talk too much. Make sure that you do a good preparation. You study your score well. You have your plan for the rehearsal. Share your plan with the musicians, and only talk about stories or how you love this <laughs> if you're making a musical point. And when it's not good, ask. When it's still not good, ask again. And happy auditioning. See you next week. Bye for now. <laughs>